Welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play with me, Chris, and my cousin Phil. Hello. Hey, Phil. How you doing? All right. How are you? Very I'm good. So, what game are we going to try and remember today? Ah, um... <laughs> Is that, is that Trans Am on the spectrum? No. No, oh. try again. Blah, 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 blah. Scuba dive? Do a barrel roll. Oh. <laughs> Red Baron on the BBC. All right, all right. Okay, Star Wing. Or Star, star Wings. Or Star Fox. For you... For the purposes of this, a signature in America, I think you should call it Star Fox. Okay. And I will call it Star Wing. Okay. The emphasis on right. wing. Just to annoy so, people listening. Star wow. Wing. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going to need you to tell everyone, yeah. all of our listeners, all about this game. Mm. Because I'm okay. pretty, pretty sure I've... I mean, I have played it, but there's various different versions. And, um, not, yeah, not jog, really. Jog my memory. About, we're really? just talking about the first one. Yeah. No, there are follow ups, but, um, for the purposes of the video, we should be, uh, talking about the first one, which came out on the Super Nintendo. What? <laughs> Why do you insist on pronouncing the nine? <laughs> Because <laughs> Star Wing yeah. and Nintendo. Anyway, can we get on with the, um, We've lost everyone. Everyone who's tuned in, they're listening about? in their cars, driving along. Oh, yeah, great. New episode of Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum be, this will be the game. They'll finally be happy. About, um, yeah, what games are they going to be talking about? Oh, yeah. Star Fox. Oh, Star Super Fox. Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super well, we haven't Fox. looked at a Super Nintendo game yet. Yep. Um, Super Nintendo is probably, I'd say, my favourite console. <laughs> but then that changes from changes from day to day. One minute is this, one minute is the other. But it, it's up there for me, the Super Nintendo. It's... Um, one I have a lot of love for, and this is a game I have a lot of love for. Um, if you don't know Star Wing, as we call it over here, uh, it's a space shooter. Um, nowadays, I've got in my notes here that you'd call it an on-rail shooter, which I'm fairly sure we didn't call it that back in the day. And in fact, I looked up a review on uh, the official Nintendo magazine, which was the offshoot of Meme Machines. Um, and they didn't mention on-rails shooter. So I think that's more of a modern a modern term. It's a sort of 3D-style um, shooter, uh, polygons and what have you. Uh, some of it's first-person in a sort of cockpit mostly it's third person so you're behind your ship um it's yeah the the reason it's called star wing over in the pal regions is because over here i believe it's a german company called star vox um complained about how similar sounding star fox 
was, which is that's why that's why apparently it got changed to Star Wing. Right. Uh, it came out in February of '93 in Japan. Whilst we had to wait for months for it to come over in the UK, we didn't get it until June of '93. But therein lies the tale, really. That's why this game was so massively hyped uh, because we did know about it as Star Fox as Chris was saying to me I'm not sure whether you were saying to me uh, before we started recording that you always knew it as and called it Star Fox that's what I think but I, I definitely did play this on, yeah. and it, but it, I didn't own the console so I played it but I didn't own the console so if I played it maybe on John's console but then so what I did, yeah. But then what I did play was Star Fox sixty four three D on the Nintendo three DS. Ah, yeah, good version of it. Yes, which is the the, the version from the Nintendo sixty four updated to to three D on three DS. Yes, right. So I, it's essentially the same game. That, yeah, it's essentially it is the same game, but three so, D fied. Yeah, right. So that's the one I owned, and I definitely right. played a lot of. But yeah, I didn't get very yeah, far. No, the, the... <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't even like games. <laughs> I just play them. I just buy them, play them a little bit. Oh, yeah. Look how great it's been made now. I, lo- I love playing them, but I, I don't know. I can't remember getting too far on it. Well, if it was on your brother's, yeah, you might have maybe not had had much access to it as if you'd had the Super Nintendo yourself. But uh, yeah. Um, But yeah, as I was saying, because we had that few months wait, which actually wasn't that long back then, we've mentioned this in other podcasts before, sometimes it was a year or two years for some games from them being in Japan or whatever, or America to before we got them. But that was a good three months. And what with the way magazines worked, um, particularly back then that we, as I've got in my notes here, we were right in the middle there of that battle between the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo 1993, you know, lots of other good games are coming like Batman Returns, um, Buster Buster Lou, Street Fighter 2 Turbo was massive. That that all came out around that sort of summer time-ish of 93. Uh, and we were mid-cycle then. Uh, we, well, nowadays you'd call it a, a cycle. So that's, that's sort of six, seven years that a console's life, something like that. Uh, by 1993, the SNES was probably, what's that, three years old? in the UK, something like that. So we were right in the middle of it, and this is when all the good games are coming out. It's when everyone had got used to how to program on the machines. So, yeah, really good stuff was coming out. And it also meant the magazines were importing stuff and were doing reviews of games that weren't available in the country. Prior to that, they would do perhaps previews of games that were available aboard that hadn't come out over here. But by 93, almost all the magazines had caught on that, right, you've got to be first to do the review, so therefore you've got the import version, 
you do an actual review of it and give your score. So, like I mentioned, um, the official Nintendo magazine, I think they gave it 93% or something like that. They gave it a really high mark, but they actually reviewed it as Star Fox and called it Star Fox, and all the pictures they showed on there, the artwork, the box, the in-game graphics, all said Star Fox. So that's probably why you know it as Star Fox, because that's what everyone was calling it for about three or four months before we even got it. Well, or it might be that I owned Star Fox 64 on the Nintendo on the 3DS when I was about 37. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's possibly it. Because I think this is the only game where the Star Wing game. We I mean, think, well, yeah, once it then came out, the other other versions of the series, I, I think they dropped the Star Wing name. I think it was then Star Fox from then on. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because we, because how old were you when this this came out then? Uh, well, 93, I'd have just been about to turn 18 when it came mm. out. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, this is this is when I was right in the middle of working in the industry, buying and selling all this stuff yeah. secondhand. And, you know, this was working in the shop. Oh, so how, did it, how did it do in the shop? Was there a lot of... Well, this, uh, this is the funny thing. I, uh, we always try and... Uh, get some memories from the shop days um they, they were heady days and <laughs> my memory is a bit blurry on some of it for one reason or another because <laughs> it was a long time ago <laughs> it was the 90s it was the 90s man <laughs> and uh, but this game i do distinctly remember it appearing um and when i say appearing i mean a customer bringing it in we obviously relied on customers bringing in secondhand games we didn't really sell anything new apart from the old peripheral controllers batteries or some things like that but the actual consoles and games were all, all secondhand items that were were being brought in so usually we didn't see stuff for a while but this game amazingly actually came in the day of release Mm. A lady, and I can I can still picture her bring it in. Uh, it hadn't been; it was probably only oof, an hour or two after I'd been up into the town centre. There was a big game shop in the big shopping mall in the in the town, shopping. which actually didn't last. It, shopping didn't centre last. So I was just doing that for our American sorry, audience, shopping centre. <laughs> you just translate for me, Chris. Yeah, sorry. Feel free to jump in at any moment. <laughs> shopping malls. There weren't any so I, shopping malls when we were kids. They were shopping. I, I crossed the sidewalk and, and went into the mall. And um, I got myself... On your skateboard. On the skateboard, yeah. And got, got myself a, a 10-gallon gulp slurpee. <laughs> And <laughs> and yeah, they, this big game shop that was there, and I was friends with the guys that ran it, and I went in. They had massive TVs that you'd never be allowed to do this. No massive CRTs that were hung from the ceiling in this place. I don't know how they got away with it. I'm sure it, I'm sure it wasn't right, but because it was a proper game shop in the sense that they were selling stuff new, and we were a second hand in the market stall. They had Star Wing there. Um, playing on screen, and it was full of people, and they were all looking at it. and And I can distinctly remember the guy running it, going, oh, "I don't know why they're all, all so excited about it. It's not that great." Ooh. And we're like, "But everyone else is like totally absorbed. Like we've been waiting for it for months, and I, I couldn't wait. I knew, I, you know, knew I wanted it, and the reviews had been absolutely amazing and top draw for it." 
Um, so ran back down to uh, back down to the market, all excited, having seen it on the on the day of release. And lo and behold, must have been after school school hours. So when the kids are kicked out, this mother turned up with her son's copy of Starwing, still partly shrink wrapped. So he'd literally just cut open the end presumably i don't know the story it, oh, uh, i want to know over, the backstory over, over the now. years it says to him it says to him darren this is 64.99 it is one p off being 65 pounds do you understand that is a lot of pocket money darren yes ma'am he goes and i said to him it is only june okay it's a long time until it is christmas it is nearly seven months until you're going to get another game are you going to play this game every day are you going to make it last yes ma'am he says to me what happens? Gets home from school, opens it up, completes it. Little sod. So here I am down here trying to sell it. How much are you going to give me for it? Hmm, ah, that'll do. Anyway, Star Fox, Star Wing, whatever the hell it's called, he completed it. Over yeah. the years, you see, it could have been that he was a little sod and she said, right, you're not having it. Was she fuming? And took it down the market to sell it. Well, no, no, she she wasn't, you know, or it just simply was that he they couldn't play it. They might have bought it for a six-year-old who just couldn't make Edna Taylor of it, or he completed it, which Maybe. is, I actually do think that it no. was someone who got it that morning. I think it was, because that, that happened more than anything else. People would really? get stuff in the morning well, how much and complete she, it. How much did she want for it? Well, this this is why I really remember this story is because this never happened and it never happened again because we were so keen and this the boss turned up and i said look this first woman's coming i had no idea what to pay for it because mm. it was totally unheard of it was it was still warm out of the super <laughs> nintendo that morning do you know what i mean we'd, we'd never ever ever saw stuff day of release and i said well what do we do and that game was 60 65 quid Wow. Which is back in, just those, back in those days. Phenomenally expensive. No. Yeah, it was 60, 65. Yeah. Well, with honestly. inflation, that's about £3,000 on a spectrum. Yeah, at least three and a half. <laughs> but yeah. And so and what we did is we paid £5 less than she'd paid for it. Wow. Just so that we could have it on the shelf day of release at £5 less than that shop that I'd been in uh. to go and see where they'd been showing it to everyone on the big screens and everything. Wow. Because it was a massive plus for us to have it there on the shelf, cheaper yeah. than you could buy it for new in the shops. She might have um, she might have just lifted it out of the other shop. I should think, yeah, probably did. Yeah. Or yeah. she bought it for her son to celebrate something and he just turned around and said, Mum, I've got an Amiga. You know. <laughs> got a decent i've got a decent computer yeah i've got i found the um official nintendo review that i was talking about it is available online i'll try and put the link below if you're watching us on our youtube channel Ooh, do you have uh, yeah 60 64.99 that's that's just incredible they're actually saying the release was April, so I think they must have been talking about Star Fox literally in the sense that they're talking about the the import rather than the official Star Wing crazy. came that's, out in June. That's crazy money. Well, it was. But the thing is, then, as I just mentioned, Street Fighter 2 Turbo came out, I don't know, a month or two after that, I don't know, that round that 
time. I um, well, that was about 70 quid. I bought the one in the tin, which came with a pin badge, and it was in a tin, and that was about 75 quid. I mean, it was insane. But there's a good reason, Chris, why Starwing was 65 quid, and that's because of the Super FX chip. It's not to do with the capitalist system. No, a free no, market. no, it isn't. No? No. No, you Marxist I mean, I, I, I don't want to start any kind of beef against different systems because I know the socials like all that beef stuff. And we're not the don't. kind of podcast where we do pictures of us going, you know, gur- gurning. <laughs> I want a couple of 64s crap. Yeah, gurning. <laughs> like, what's the problem with retro? Yeah, they were fun times, people sending, you know, that kind of scene, the demo scene and... Yeah, yeah, you'd always get an envelope dropped through the post with some load of dem- demos in. Space go off, Go off programming your own star fields. Oh, those were the days. Couldn't do any Long of that. Fingers. Couldn't do that when you're spending £65 on a Star Fox. No, but you did have a good game. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. And you could sell it again. And you could sell it again to the idiots down the market. And they'd only give you a five and S and you just paid for it yeah. an hour before. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that woman's still talking about that. <laughs> yeah. She's I bought Star Wing. I, 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 I took it, I played it, completed it, took it down the market, <laughs> and it cost me a fiver. Completed it. <laughs> How old, how old was she? Because you just imagined it was her son's. She might have been married to Sir Clive. He might have completed it. It could have been. Yes. She she was quite a, a busty, blonde <laughs> sort that looked like did she, she liked did rich, she, geeky Did she computer, roll up in a C5? Men? A roller. <laughs> rolled up in a roller. Blinged out C5. She just put a hand, a gloved hand out the window. How much for this? <laughs> Do you want to exchange or sell it, madam? Sell it. Cash. Cash. <laughs> Cash money. <laughs> Cash money. <laughs> but it was expensive because the Super Effects chip, mate. That's why it was expensive. Yeah, because it didn't have a good chip in the first place then. On the Amiga, you had everything already in it. Well, that's the weird thing. The, the, the guys that, that did it, this is Argonaut. We're slowly getting yeah. wrestling this this is back to, to the podcast we're bloody trying to do. <laughs> tell, us, beeps there, tell us about who may tell us all about yeah, now I realise why I was thinking we were thinking about the Amiga because it looks like there was some um proper programmers from the Amiga. Guys, world. I mean yeah, yeah. I mean this is just Jez Satan. Jez Satan. Um God bless him. Uh that makes it sound like he's dead, he's not. Well, I don't think he is. Sorry if he is. Hello, I'm Jez San, and uh, as you can see, I'm not actually dead, and I'm still involved in the games industry, although mainly with uh, online gambling. In fact, I've got an OBE uh, for uh, my contributions to the video game industry. Uh, so, yeah, so, so, so news of my death has been greatly exaggerated. Unlike that bloke who wrote that song, uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy, he, he's definitely dead. And uh, El- Elton John, or, or is it the other guy? Anyway, uh, Star Fox, Star Wing, uh, I made it. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Argonaut, Argonaut Software. Um, started back in 1982 with Jez San. And over in Britain, we didn't have the... Um, 
computer crash that you had there over in America. And basically every kid in the country had a computer and, and was making games. I and mean, that's everyone was programming. Basically, that was sort of the scene that was that was going on. So we had a lot of young people who were keen to make games, make 3D stuff and things like that. And so Jez Sands started this. He was, he was a kid. He was like 16, 17 or something like that and employed a load of other 16, 17-year-old kids, including Dylan Cuthbert, who'd worked on Starglider on the Amiga. Did you have Starglider 1 and 2? Do you remember that? can't remember. No, I don't remember it. It's sort of 3D, uh, well, very, very like Star Fox, but on the sort of, you know, three frames a second that the silly paltry Amiga could cope with. Um, that's not fair. No, it was quite good. And <laughs> yeah, he, got, he, he did some demo stuff and that got seen by Nintendo and they got them over there. Anyway, long story short, they end up started making stuff for Nintendo, including the Game Boy, Game Boy title X which I haven't played, but that was a 3D-style game. Um, they liked the idea of doing a, a 3D game, um, and they got them working on it, but they, they, they explained that, look, we can only really do it. Um, it needs some more oomph, and they suggested that they make a chip that actually goes into the cartridge and amazingly, Nintendo said, yeah, gave them a load of money. And they went off and made the Super FX chip. Basically, it, uh, it was sort of, a, I suppose, a modern equivalent, a bit like updating your graphics card, um, which is something you can't really do with consoles now because the way the port worked on the Super Nintendo meant that you could have what you wanted in that cartridge and you were plugging it straight in. It's not like, say, in the old days of USB, where it would be incredibly slow plugging something into the computer. But if you, the difference between plugging something in by USB to the computer or actually opening up the computer and actually putting a solid state drive in, it's that difference. So they were able to move stuff around a lot quicker, the graphics, the drawing of the polygons and, and all that sort of stuff. So it allowed for them to be able to make a fast, back then, moving load of polygons on a screen to create the, the 3D game that, that is Star Fox or Star Wing. Star Wing on the Nintendo. Yeah. Do you have a magazine, you say? You've got a magazine there? Yeah, as I say, the the um, one I dug out are not physical, but one online says the official Super Nintendo one. I mean, where's old uh, where's old Jazzer? He's always good for a laugh, isn't he? <laughs> uh, here we are. This is the most astonishing console game I have ever seen, using unbelievably fast. Get that unbelievably fast, super smooth, and ultra realistic polygon 3D graphics. Star Fox is a game you'd normally expect to see running on a mega fast, souped up PC. But here it is, running on the Super NES. And it's amazing! Not just because of the stunning visuals, the sound is superbly atmospheric, and it plays brilliantly too. 
Level one is fairly straightforward, you'll be pleased to hear, Chris. <laughs> I shouldn't take... And this is this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Level one is fairly straightforward and shouldn't take more than a couple of days to complete. <laughs> and, and this is Julian. I'm good at every game. Jazz Rignall. Don't forget. Oh my! But the higher levels are really tough and require plenty of skill to master. Oh no! Because the whole game is so impressive, you'll really want to keep on playing to no, see won't. what's next. No, I won't. <laughs> no, you will. You'll 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 get through your rage. And you'll want to see it all. <laughs> well, and there are certainly some fabulous things later on, and some great effects and mightily impressive baddies to test your metal. Star Fox is a truly superlative title and is a showpiece of what the Super NES is capable. And considering that this is the first game to use this Super FX chip, I can't wait to see what's next. Mind-blowing racing, flying, space combat, and even virtual realistic-style adventure games could all be created. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, surely they did a tutorial. Don't tell me they spent that, all is, the budget. Uh, I think this is the first thing that there is. There is actually a tutorial. I've just remembered. I was going to say, don't, don't tell me they spent all the money, all the budget. Oh, yeah, let's do a new whole new chip. And then, like, there's what about tutorial? tutorial? Uh, nah, that's there is, there's a tutorial. I've just remembered. Don't miss it when you blooming turn on the game. Yeah, I know. Like missing the whole other game that's within Texas <laughs> on the Game Boy, okay? I don't... Yeah, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can what? you just skip it by just tapping all the buttons? The tutorial? Or are you forced to do it? No, 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 no. You choose to do it. There's oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not a real onboarding tutorial. Like, nowadays, most games, they, they embed it in the game so you can't skip it. So I'm your type no. of guy who's going to complain that there's no tutorial, but if you give me the choice, I'll just skip it. Because you're an idiot. <laughs> you know, you've got to make it so that I can't skip. You know, Not force me, but make it a compelling experience. But if you just say, because uh, I'm just going to, you know, I run it and just tap. Well, so I think, I think that's about it, yeah. right? That's ready. We're ready to pause. Yeah. And give it a go. Well, let's do that, I reckon. Right, folks. Look, normally I put a link below where you can play this. Um, but I suggest you buy a Super Nintendo. It's that good. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, go and, go and find yourself a way to play Star Wing, everybody. I'm sure there's most of you have probably still got Super Nintendo lying around. Or if you're posh, middle class like Chris, you've probably bought yourself an Ambernick by now. And uh, and uh, you can emulate it on that, I should think. And uh, it, it's also available on the Switch. You can play it on there if you've got the uh, Nintendo account thingy. Um, oh, there's loads of ways to play it. So anyway, so there you are, folks. Yeah, go go and play it. Uh, we're going to go off and play it. We'll uh, we'll be a few days, but for you, it'll just be a few seconds, and we shall return after this jingle. Congratulations on reaching the middle of the podcast. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, congratulations on reaching the middle of the video. 
Whilst Chris and John and Phil are off playing today's game, you can also do the same by using the link below if you're watching us on our YouTube channel. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, and you can friend us on Facebook by simply looking up Spectrum Days. Don't forget to give us five stars if you are listening to us on the podcast, or give us a thumbs up if you're here on YouTube. And also, comment below on what game you'd like to see next. And as if by magic, the lads are back to give you their opinion on today's game. And we're back. Hola, primo Christopher. <risa> Hola, Oye. primo Fer, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Ipa, ipa. Vamos a hacer todo, es, todo este capítulo en español. Uh, well, uh, en poco. <risa> <risa> vamos, vamos a hablar de Starwing. Bueno, ¿Puedo hacerlo en inglés? No, tú hacerlo en español. Yo hago en inglés. He terminado el juego. <risa> Hasta que nivel has llegado. <risa> <laughs> you can, ¿En qué sistema has jugado? You can explain to the, the boys and girls listening why, why actually we've been away for an awful long time. I know it's only been seconds for all you lovely people at home listening. Why, why, why have we been away for so long? Playing the game, Porque he says, heavily inverted commas. <laughs> Porque estás in, estabas enfermo. Con un gripe. No, 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 it's because you were playing the wrong game. It's nothing to do with the technical difficulties. It's not true. Uh, as our Spanish fans will, will now understand, it's because you've been away no, with the flu. No, nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> what, happened, what game were you playing? I am... Um, <laughs> Star Fox game. <laughs> You've been playing the N64. I think I was just watching an anime game, haven't you? Yeah, I might. Yeah, have been. you were playing. Yeah, it. it wasn't much. It wasn't much so, better. So, in, a, in a funny kind of way, we've covered pretty much the whole series <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Chris has been playing. I watched. I watched a bit of anime as well. A bit of like a bit of an animated series as really? well that they did that I didn't know. Either. Oh, I've missed yeah. that. Well, it's something. Uh, yeah, it was on YouTube. On what? <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. It's bueno. It's YouTube. Come on. So, um, so did you play the right I, game? I did because I, I I kind of instigated this. No, yeah. well, it's, it's, it's my it's my jam, man. I lo I, I love it. You, yeah. you, when, when yeah. you, you love it. Yeah, I you love, love it. it. I still yeah. love it. Oh, I still, I, I still oh, love really? Star, Star I can't Fox. believe it. <laughs> it's just not old enough, is it? This Ooh. game. It's too. It's almost. I mean, I don't think. I'm not so sure if it fits my remit. I mean. It's so close to being a modern proper game that it disappoints me. And I, like, I guess that's a bit my feeling on anything that we've done on 16-bit onwards, basically. Anything that's not Spectrum has that kind of feel You to haven't me. said of any of the other games that they're too modern of a game, though. That's almost sort of a backhanded compliment. I mean, you are saying that Star Fox, Star Wing kind of broke the mould... <laughs> 
of the 16-bit games. I mean, it is nothing like R-Type, which is the other shooter that we covered. That's true. It's yeah, it's closer to um, Space Harry. <laughs> but it so is. <laughs> it just it really, it really it is. It is. It is. It's a third-person shooter. And what the difference is is that you can you can flip your wings and you can put some brakes on and you can boost forward a bit. That's the only difference. And, and, and super missile bombs. Oh yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> As you know, as you know, those are a waste of time for me because I, oh, I would have Straight pressed away. that button three times. I'll <laughs> 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 assume this is the fire button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Exactly. <laughs> How many of those have I got? Oh, none. That was it. <laughs> this is a glorified, you know, that death race game on the spectrum. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just like, you know, all those trees, you're on the back of a motorbike, all the trees, you're driving in fast through a forest, dodging left and right. That's essentially what Star Fox is. Jesus. Except you can go up and down. Whoa. I, I have and a shoot. funny feeling that, um, <laughs> that Shigeru Miyamoto might have something to say about this. Woohoo! It's me, Shigeru Miyamoto! Spectrum Day's Games We Played would like to apologise for that previous sketch. Nintendo of America and Japan have asked us in writing to stop using images of Miyamoto-san. And they have asked us to point out that he does not sound like an Italian plumber. We apologise unreservedly. We are very sorry. We return you now to Spectrum Day's games we played, where they're looking at Starwing. I've completed it. Yeah, death, is Death Race or Death Cheese? Am I confused? On the spectrum, I know death the cheese. game you're on about. I, now you've said two names. I can't, uh, couldn't tell you which one. It, we are being shouted at by a million Spectrum people right now. I can hear death the vitriol chase. as they shout and throw things at the screen for us getting that wrong. That's an archetypal Spectrum yeah. game, and we don't know the name of it. Well, De Death Chase, 1983, vehicular combat game. <laughs> Someone's called it a vehicular combat You're game. You're just down on everything. You don't like um, Star Fox. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, come on. Tell me how much you loved it. Make me, you know, take me there. Take take me there to the Paradise City. Well, the grass is green. Well, the grass the is green. Are pretty... No, don't sing that because yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get demonetized. Not that we not that we're monetized anyway, because that was a very very close rendition to the actual song. I suspect if you shazammed that, <laughs> it would come up with it. <laughs> well, I mean, because Star Fox does have green grass, does it? I'm too busy yeah, enjoying the very fast paced, amazing 3D action of this visceral shooter instead of being a miserable old git barely <laughs> typing in the wrong name of the game with his massive <laughs> thumbs into his amber nick which is designed for five-year-olds <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's why you don't like anything anymore just hammering away with <laughs> stumpy hands you can't even type the right name in 
Look, my theory that I'm beginning to develop is just you don't is that like the, games. The, the, the spectrum is <laughs> well, there's that I don't like it. That the spectrum is so far removed. Those games are so far removed, and also, and, and we spoke about this. this I don't have such a nostalgic feeling for this game because I didn't. I I, I did have it on the DS. Although who knows what kind that of was the version was. you well, flipping played. Game. That was that was the remake of Star Fox yeah. sixty four. So the game you accidentally played and said to me, "This <laughs> Phil in text, Phil, this is rubbish. Why are we reviewing this?" And I heard you. I heard you playing in the back. That's not the right game. <laughs> So you actually like Star Fox 64, but the re- remake on the 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did I not like that you one? You said that you did. You said you liked the 3DS one. <laughs> well, when I played, well, I mean, when I had it on the, th- on the DS, 3DS. yeah. I don't know. Maybe 3DS. Maybe I played oh, it. Oh, man. Okay, but coming back to play it today, what do you think of it now? Oh. How, you know, what do you think now? As it stood the test this of time. This is a real tough one for me. It's te- we've been talking for 10 minutes now. I've been trying to avoid it. Don't tell me you're going to say you didn't actually like it now. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening in, everyone. Join us next week. We'll be looking at the new... <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't actually like I, it. I, I did. <sighs> ah, there we go. <laughs> Space Harrier. It's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's great. No, I loved. I loved every ten minutes of it. Uh, I played. I loved. I, <laughs> uh, I, I have one or two issues with it now. I suppose. Ah, interesting. I put it on, played it, and completed it immediately. In it, but it takes about, I don't know, 20 minutes, I think, on on the easy level. I don't know whether you notice there's different levels, the branching yeah. levels. Yeah. One down I the middle that, yeah. is the sort of the easy, easy route, which, yeah. and I did. I, I yeah. put it on and completed it straight away because I, I used to play it a lot. I really did. It's one of my favorite games, as, as we mentioned in the first you, half of the podcast. It's just random. You just blast. You don't even control where you're shooting. It's just, they just shoot and shoot and. Sp- been around and yeah you see yeah you haven't grasped the finesse of that game <laughs> there is little things that are hidden like the very first stage oh, yeah. you've got twin blasters that are hidden in the sort of buildings that you fly through you so you can go over yeah. go right over to the side of the screen which is why i argue it's nowhere near the same as sp- in space harrier or limited harrier as it should be called not space. There's nothing space about it. You're totally limited on space area. But this, you can move well, around if, a lot more. There is a lot more scope to use the screen. Yes, as technically nowadays it would probably be called a, what is it they call it, this type of shooter? Uh, on-rails shooter. But you actually do have a, a yeah. the on-rails section is is maneuverable you can maneuver around the screen a lot more than you do with space harrier and there are the bonuses the extra bombs that you'll need to pick up because you no doubt use them immediately um and they put (laughs) 
Uh, and as the game goes on, it, uh, it opens up. I mean, it cha- I, mean it may- I, I did have to laugh earlier on today uh, that you you, sent, you sent a message. I think it must have been one at two o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah, that was if, <laughs> those of you who don't listen normally, we are in to- different time zones. He's over there in America and I'm over here in England. He sent me a message. Why on level two does it become first person? In, in a spaceship, yeah. like, well, why not? It's a shoot 'em up game set in space. I mean, why wouldn't it? <laughs> because it's just because it's just got me used to fly. I mean, uh, actually, everyone, there's a tutorial for this game as well. You don't have to. Even I love go that you play the tutorial, tutorial, not realizing it wasn't the game. Uh, who wants a tutorial? Who wants a tutorial, so tutorial for just... about an hour? <laughs> this is boring. <laughs> Nothing's happening. <laughs> I don't want a tutorial yeah, like that. Right. I mean, just get me straight the into the game. Every bloody game. <laughs> I don't know what the buttons are, and there's no tutorial. <laughs> First game that has very clearly shows you the buttons and several different choices of buttons yeah. and the training part of the game, and you complain. Well, this was clearly at the beginning of tutorial design because it's a completely separate thing rather than, rather than like, as you see nowadays, you're just eased into the game. It's sort of kind of, it's a, it's one kind of seamless thing that you go from <laughs> tutorial into game, not, oh, here's a tutorial. Now you're in the game. And then you've learned, where, okay, well, you show me in the tutorial where it shows you what you're meant to do in the first person, second So this level. game that not five minutes ago, and people can rewind and hear you say that you said this is too modern, <laughs> it's it's just too like modern is now suddenly too <laughs> archaic. Which is it? Make your mind up. It's just not a special well, it's game, not, is it? No, this is true. Well, no, but so yes, yeah, so there's a tutorial which teaches you how to play the third person, um, first level, and then you get to the second level, and it completely changes the perspective. It's a completely different game. Um, you know, now you're Luke Skywalker sat in that little turret just shooting stuff, or you know, you're flying the plane as well, yeah. your spaceship, yeah. or a wing, but you've got a little small amount of um maneuvering. You're just moving a cursor around, trying to blast as many asteroids and spaceships as you, you, you can. You can manoeuvre in and out of the ship by changing the view. Did you did you press the button that changes view? No. I'm guessing that face what? says, no, Philip, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, did, why does it make you go in first person then, if you could do that? Just, just a mess with people like you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So, so I think we've interrupted you. So it sounds like this used to be one of your favourite games ever. You've you've played it now in 2023 <laughs> and you've decided that actually now it has, you know, now it's not no, so well, good. So I've got a little slippy. Game. I put it on for the purposes of, of this whole podcast and how we do it and I have to do the majority of the recording of the footage and what have you. So I recorded me completing that easy level, the easy route. And really? annoyingly, it didn't record. <laughs> if I don't see it, I don't and believe it. <laughs> I will, I'll do it again and I'll, I will, I will oh. persevere. But that's my point. And I just use the word persevere. I enjoyed playing it and getting to the end and defeating Andros, the, at the end and seeing the ending and the credits and being 
reminded of it now, like, wow, yeah, you know. Oh, shit, it didn't record. I've got to do that again. <clears throat> oh. I, uh, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I want to do that again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh god! And then, and then it occurred to me that there, there are the warp zones, much like in any Nintendo games, there are secret warp zones. So, I, as people are probably seeing now in the footage, if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, um, there are these secret warp zones. There's the black hole one and there's another one i think where you have to defeat a a fruit machine uh there's some crazy extra levels um so i will record footage of of the other levels it's it's sort of easy medium and hard um but yeah i I did think after completing it I, i i there wasn't an awful lot to come back to but i think that's also been the precedent that was set with this first Star Fox because then the next one, the N64 one, is much the same. It's not actually a hard game to complete. The Star Fox games, they aren't hard. They're about getting a higher score, about achieving a better time, or they aren't they aren't actually very large. They're not like playing, I don't know, Elite or any other sort of large space games the star fox star wing well star fox series is only ever called star wing over here for the first one um they aren't they aren't really about large sprawling massive um games they're about small set pieces i mean that's why each level some of them are only about a minute and a minute 15 seconds i think from some of the recordings some of them are very very short um but i still i still i was surprised actually it's still played very well, controlled very, very well. It wasn't as slow as I was worried it was sort of going to be. Um, I still think it's a very good game. I, I I don't have a lot else to say about it. I just still think it's a very good game. I think it's a very good shooter. I think it's a very good series. And I don't really know why Nintendo haven't come back to it. They made the awful Wii U game. I don't even really particularly want to talk about it. And I'm probably not even going to show it because I can't be bothered to turn it on and record any footage of it. It was fairly terrible, um, and well, apart from Star Fox appearing in Smash Brothers and things like that, the actual characters have appeared in other games. And there's the, I think, was there Star Fox level in something else? I think there might, there might be one or two other appearances, but an actual mainline. I think we are very much due a mainline Star Fox game. I think there was a one other one. No, one on the GameCube, which was, which was a sort of adventure game, Star Fox Adventure or something like that. There was another another game, but it wasn't the. It wasn't like this. It wasn't specifically the on rails type shooter that the original and the N sixty four and the Wii U one was. I think it's Star Fox Adventure, something like that. So I think we're, we're, we're due when, and of course there is Star Fox 2, but that technically that never actually came out, the sequel to the one on the Super Nintendo, but it did eventually on the SNES Mini and is also available on the Switch. So I'll probably put some footage on of that one just to see how it compares to the original. But yeah, I want a new one. I still think it's a great game. I still think there's scope there for uh, an, another good Star Fox game. Perhaps it will come out on the Switch 2 who knows yeah i think for me it's just that like like i say yeah it isn't 
because I didn't, I keep saying I didn't play it, but I did play a version on the 3DS. Um, but that wasn't a time in my life when I was gaming with like friends and other people. Like you, when you played this, it was that young age. It's it's the nostalgia that we're talking well, about, right? So I just feel that. Yeah, exactly. So you were a teenager yeah. when you were playing this. So I probably I probably played this when I was in my thirties or something on the 3DS. So I, I just don't have that nostalgic feeling. Um, and then it's so kind of on the. It's a 3D game. It's it's so much like a modern game that it's not like the Spectrum games when I look at them with nostalgia and I see them as something just completely different because they're just so, in general, so basic kind of thing, right? So it's so it's so. Could I bring myself to enjoy it? But my overall feeling is like, oh, if I'm going to spend time playing a game, I would play a different. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, it's a shame because for me, it's it's yeah, I think it's one of the best, one of the best games, or well, certainly one of the best shooters. Certainly on the Super Nintendo, I would say say one of the best shooters ever made would be a bit grand thing to say, but I, I think it certainly uh, shows the Super Nintendo in an incredibly good light, um, particularly the technology and the Super FX chip and everything we talked about at the beginning. I think to create this type of game on that system is amazing. You know, yeah. It, it's yeah. I, I, for me, it, it holds up as an experience. I think I probably played it too much for me to now spend the same amount of time with it as I used to do, um, which is a shame. But there we are. There we are. I think a new, a new one will hopefully uh, hopefully come out. We'll, we'll see. So, gentlemen, Zibloid, Lord of the Dark Vectors, and his Brilloid Stingships are upon us. They are an elite force of Trivuglian dongloaders, superbly trained on this. Starwing from Nintendo. With its new FX chip, which allows near perfect simulation of all types of deep space combat. What is it? Sir Richard. Oh. Portuguese cultural attaché waiting in the drawing room. Oh, oh no! Starwing, intrepid intergalactic Nintendo. I think to rectify this problem, then we, we, we really need to look at a, a, a Spectrum game, don't we, Chris? Yeah, yeah, and you've already showed me the Spectrum game that we oh, talked about. What is it? And as soon, and as soon, and as soon as you, as soon as you showed me the cover, I got that feeling that wow, I'm back there. Uh, it's like almost a smell <laughs> or a taste, <laughs> some kind of extra sense. The Spectrum, Spectrum tingly sense of uh, <laughs> as soon as I saw that cover, uh, Saboteur. <laughs> so for sure i played that one when i was uh, a kid so um that that brings all the nostalgia back excellent so that's the game we're going to be looking at and next. i re- yeah and i think it's going to be brilliant it's going to be this really is cool. it it's going to be much better than than, than this i did what i would have also i would have also liked to gone back to uh death chase um you know the the origin of star fox it's so um, not and we Space should be looking yeah. at Saboteur, everybody. 
So join us next time <laughs> where she'll be looking at Saboteur. Thank you for listening and watching and all those other woo my microphones would already falling off. Thank you for watching and listening and doing all those other <laughs> lovely, wonderful things. Please do subscribe and like and all that jazz. And we'll see you next week for some ninjaring action while we're saboteuring it round the halls of wherever Saboteur goes. <laughs> If you'd like to hear more of this, then please do encourage us by subscribing. That way, you won't miss out on the next episode. If you're listening to us on your favourite podcast platform, please give us five stars. And if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and leave a comment below about what game we should look at next. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. You can drop us a line using at SpectrumDaysPod. Find us on our website, SpectrumDays.com. And you can email us at hello at spectrumdays.com. And you can friend us on Facebook by looking up Spectrum Days.